You are now listening to Handcrafted with Thane and John. As that would be actually probably for the other side, but no. All right, cold start it is. All right, right. very good. All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Thane Lim. I am John Ruiz. All right, and we've got a new show for you here. We're calling it Handcrafted. So uh, just to get off started here, since you guys have no idea who I am, my name is Thane Lim once again. And uh, I spent, uh, I started off a bartending down at uh, McFadden's down on Beltline. It is now closed, and it was uh, was an interesting experience. I started there bar backing, and then I moved up to kind of more the speed tending, uh, dive bar style bartending. Uh, and I made quite a bit of quite a bit of money there doing that. But I ended up moving to New York City uh, to pursue my acting career, and I spent a year there. Um, and I uh, ended up falling face first into getting hired at a place called Minton's, um, which also owns the Cecil in New York City, which I spent more of my time over at the Cecil. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I learned from a man named Michael Newton out there, and he was uh, a phenomenal craft cocktail bartender up in Harlem. Um, he also turned me on to the book The Craft of Cocktail, which is my bible. Yes. As far as cocktail Fantastic. goes. So, but uh, now I'm back. And uh, I'm here working at Alamo back in the service bar. Making some killer cocktails for you guys. Absolutely. I'm John Ruiz. I am a bartender here in the glass half full at Alamo Draft House. And uh, my beginnings as a bartender were essentially uh, just looking for a way out of the, uh, the corporate world that I was uh, seemingly trapped in. And I found... Um, Found Alamo Draft House. I knew I loved beer. I gave it a shot, and uh, sure enough, I found my my place here. And uh, as it as it progressed on, I I learned to make a few cocktails because they needed me to. And then uh, as I went, I discovered that actually that is probably just about my favorite thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, it's a nice thing to to find by accident. And um, yeah, so. Uh, I don't have quite as much experience, but I've definitely got an equal passion to Thane. We we love our cocktails. Oh, I, 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 man, he's 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 being humbled. He, John, John over here knows what the hell he's talking about. I, I I'm learning what the hell I'm talking about, <laughs> which I think is a nice humble way of saying I know I know some things, you know. But, uh, I know some things. Working about on some knowing stuff. some more things, and I'm helping you guys out as well. If you uh, if you're interested in learning about cocktails, if you're interested in just talking shop, hearing what the new flavors are, or uh, maybe finding a, a drink that sounds like it's right up your alley, but just haven't had it before, then maybe you'll be listening the right day and uh, come up here and have one of us sling it up for you. Cool, cool. So, uh, I mean, let's get started really back at kind of the basics of, of craft cocktail. And so, um, John, if you could describe to me, like, um, why in the last 30 years, like, we've had the, 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 this huge craft cocktail movement that we've we've had was what, what was the beginning of it and what are the some of the the, the, the core principles I would I would say well you know cocktails went from uh, they've, they've the meaning of, of cocktails and and the reasons why people drink them and, and the way they do it has evolved and changed over the years uh, you know it started out as something in the 1800s that um, was just a way to, to sweeten and add flavor to some, some booze, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, most it, of the it, earliest yeah. classics, as you well know, are, are a spirit and then like two other little bitty things, and they'd call it a bittered sling. A, an old-fashioned was what's called a bittered sling, which just yeah. means basically it's a cocktail with some bitters and a little sweetener. Throw it out the door, you know. That's, yeah, um, I mean that was that, that, that was it. That, that was, was it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that's that's where it started. Pretty basic. And, and then they they kind so. of evolved to the the you know people find different flavors that go together, and that's yeah. fine. And then it, unfortunately, uh, the 1950s and 60s brought about uh, 
an era in, in both food and drinks yeah. of uh, what's easy. What can I have right now? Oh, what's the, instant? The, the, the fast food um, era. Absolutely. absolutely. And then the bars also picked up on that, you know. And uh, Well, I mean, and I, and I would even call, like, the, the dive bar that style. is like, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I eat the crap out of some water burgers. Like, there's sure. nothing, there is nothing wrong with it. But it sure. is the fast food no. of cocktail. That's, oh, that's what it is. And there's absolutely. nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So, but, but um, you know, yeah. And, 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 and then more recently... Uh, People have become much more involved in um, basically taking care in what they're putting in their bodies. Uh, yeah. The, the media is helping out. The, the smaller businesses that are opening up these restaurants around town that that are a one-off place where you just go get the best meal you've ever had. And uh, places that are opening similarly for, for drinks, uh, cocktails and craft beers. Uh, just making all these really well-refined, natural, pure flavors uh, accessible to the public, and uh, thankfully yeah. the public is picking up on it, man, and, well, uh, and they're and loving it. Absolutely, and going into like the the, the, the well refined, pure flavors is really well, once you start to get into talking about craft cocktail, um, is is you must the, one of the basics of it is everything. It, it is very important that everything is built from the ground up. Sure. Um, not not only just because it's better, but it's because if you really want to get into it, the cocktail books that are the, the recipes that you read, mm. people don't realize how vastly different. Even if you buy a bottle of what claims to be fresh squeezed lime juice at the mm. store, that is so different oh, than absolutely. the fresh squeezed lime juice that your recipe calls for. Oh, absolutely. For. And so, so if if you don't understand, like if you don't build everything from the ground up, is sure. you're just going to get these wildly different results. And that's I've always found the the bottled fresh squeezed uh, thing to be an ironic joke, no, uh, a bit a bit funny to me, just simply because fresh squeeze would imply that it was just squeezed. Yeah, exa- yeah exactly. It's, it's like, but <laughs> like, I bought it last week? <laughs> the, the fact that I'm looking at it in a bottle but, you know, proves to me. To a, to, a, to a more relevant point, though, honestly, like, no snobbery here. Take a, take a glass, pour a little of that fresh squeezed uh, j- bottled stuff into it, then just get a lime and cut it open and squeeze that into a, a glass and just smell the difference, look at the difference. It's not the same. So what? Yeah. Uh, so it is. It's important to, to understand the differences mm-hmm. and and to be able to put that information to use um, and, and making somebody something that is really authentic. Uh, authentic is an absolutely wonderf- wonderful word is because, you know, the, the other thing that I see is like so many of these flavored vodkas and stuff that, um, that are the basis for a lot of people using for, for cocktails. It's just like... It's just not an authentic flavor. Right. It's that basic. It's just like, I mean, and so the thing is, is that if you really want that flavor, you get in there mm. and you infuse it. Absolutely. And, and, and infusing is real simple if you guys don't know. It's literally you take it, you drop it in your bottle of booze for a different amount of time depending on what it is. But that's essentially all it is, letting yep. something sit in your booze and it takes on the flavor of it. It's Absolutely. really, it's, it's, it's not that hard. It just takes a little time. And it does. And, you know, infusions are interesting because um, cocktail bars are popping up everywhere and I'm yeah. happy as hell to see that Absolutely, um, there are a whole lot of places making similar drinks and just you go to this place because they have a great Sazerac they make a fantastic yeah. Sazerac but it's still a great version of something you can get somewhere else Absolutely, um, and a lot of the a lot of the bars have similar things where we're finding the, a lot of creativity coming in is with infusions uh, yes. because if I make an infusion at home and I bring it up here you can't get that in another bar. You can't get that because they don't know, they don't have that spirit to work with. They, so, yes! So that makes it uh, just a whole new world of flavors for those creative bartenders around town. Yeah. Uh, they, they can think of something I just never would have thought of. And, you know, um, 
the entire scene can change for it. Yeah, well, and not only that, it's like even just like, even if one bartender that you're working with decides to infuse something, they like for example, they do like a sage infused dry whiskey or something like that. that sounds beautiful. All of a sudden, if you use that sage that sage rye whiskey in an old fashioned in a Manhattan, it, like all of a sudden you've just completely changed oh, absolutely. the profile of all three of those beverages, and you can change the name of it because all anyone's really really doing is just twist on these classic cocktails. It's essentially these proportions. Largely, then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there are brilliant people doing there, there, crazy, there are, weird things. There's but. The, yeah, there's the occasional um, just wow, where did that come from? Uh, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, for the uh, large part, uh, it's yeah. just replaced. It's it's uh, it's like blocks, and you just that, exactly. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. <laughs> you know, you get your block with the A on it, your block with the B on it, your block with the C on it. You just put them in the different places. But um, yeah. but yeah, absolutely. The uh, the the recipes are fairly similar and you can just twist the flavors with the, the small subtle nuances and that's why you know uh, cocktail bartenders people use the word mixologist I don't know about you Thane I'm not a fan of the word um, I, I'm, I, I'm not either I, I like what it means but when somebody calls me that I always cringe just a little bit and feel like I need to be more humble yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> the, the thing is, is mix, I, I don't have a problem with you with the, the word it's the, the the assholery that it, that right. it allows so many. Oh God, I'm a mixologist. Yes, it's like right. shut up. Oh, <laughs> you you know what I mean. So it's like but, that's where that kind of sure, irritates. Sure, me. but 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 the but the craft itself, I do oh. I do get behind and I, I do love. Absolutely. And, and uh, my point being, if you order a craft beer from someone, you're getting it from someone who took a lot of their life and their a lot of their passion put into making that craft beer. Absolutely, like like they, like, hey, like they, they 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 choose the flavors and, and and the ingredients. It's not Budweiser where they just they, they just throw whatever. Like I, obviously there's there's a tried and true recipe, but it's robust. Made. Sure. This stuff is this, it's it's. Well, it's not uh, you know, and in that particular case, I'd say that, that you know it's it's not about cost effectiveness um, as much. It, it's about finding flavors, not finding solutions to um, to quantity or or. Uh, yes. You know any other type of challenge that you may have? Well, uh, again, it's, um, it's 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 going back to that you know fast food yeah, versus a nice absolutely. place, a, a nice restaurant, right? But yeah, you know, uh, I forgot where I was. Please uh, pick that. Oh, up. it's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no problem, dude. Um, so. Yeah, I lost my train of thought too. <laughs> well, that's great. Let's I, get forward then to uh, you can you can edit let, that out. Let, then. Let's, let's talk. So about <laughs> yeah, dude, so so kind of going to the thing of but. It, it, it's 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 easy to say all of this, but the, the one of the points that I want to drive home so hard is that it is it the the difference between an, a raspberry infused vodka that you infuse yourself and a raspberry vodka that you buy in the store. It the the difference is so astronomical. Oh, absolutely! Not only in flavor, but how it works in your drinks. Oh, like, the absolutely! Thing is, is you can make a well balanced cocktail with, ra- with with raspberry vodka. You can make it so that the flavors all work together, mm. and it's gonna be and it's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah. It's gonna be, you know, and, and it's and, and a lot of people are gonna call that really good. Yeah. But then you taste the same thing with the raspberry vodka, and you adjust all, everything else in it to make sure that that balance is there once again. And it's sublime. It's uh, not. It, it's not just fine it, or great. It's exactly. Sublime. It's it's, there, it's, in, it's in its own world. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Every once in a while, you know, you, you get the right bartender and you have a cocktail that just reminds you, like, wow, most of that stuff that people drink is just not this. <laughs> you know? And, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's, and, and it's funny how easy it is to forget, like, just how good a drink can, can be. be. Absolutely. Oh, you man. know, um, that's why it's important to have folks that, that take care in their craft. I think that uh, you're right. The, the infusions are so 
easy that it's worth anybody listening to this. Just get, get oh. a bottle of vodka and just think, like, what do you like? Do you like mint? Throw some mint in there. No, it doesn't have to be herbs, mint, chocolate, cheese. I mean, like, che- mm. cheese is something that that's kind of that's kind of starting to pick up as far as infusions go. Now that's interesting. Yeah, I, no, I it's, not it's, experienced it's, that yeah, yet. no, it's it is interesting. Um, but like, but, but the thing is, is that, that that's how free you are. Oh, absolutely. Like your options, and, and that, and you can be that creative. You can be that weird, and, you know. And and that's awesome. Yep. I love that. Yep. So it's a wide world of flavors out there, guys. And uh, the the wonderful thing about you know, I, I used to think I wanted to brew beer, and uh, I still I, I enjoy the idea, and I may may very well get on it with some friends for fun, but. Uh, I wanted to create my own flavors, and uh, you can create your own flavors brewing beer with about three months' time. Yeah. Or, you know, you can create your own flavors with cocktails in about two and a half minutes. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, exactly. Having the ADD that I do, and having a bit of a, uh, uh, maybe less patience than I should at times, the cocktail, the craft cocktails called me, uh, and sucked me in, and... Uh, yeah. Craft tales, you know, if you're, if you're not doing it right, it's just a dick tale, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um... Uh-huh. So let's kind of talk about, um, you, you know, if we're, we're let's. I kind of want to talk since we're since we're going and building ingredients from the ground up. I wanted to kind of steer the topic towards syrups. Yeah. Um, and and the importance of, of even if you're going to infuse a syrup or something like that mm-hmm. and make make a syrup, the thing is, is what so many people fail to realize is how strong the flavors are in cocktails. There, yeah. it's very easy to let to the, for something to get lost. So. If you're if you're just for example if you're gonna make a ginger syrup or something like that and you're just gonna throw in a little bit of ginger and just give it a hint of that ginger cha- taste, sure. it is not gonna come through in the cocktail. Sure. Unless you use a ton of a, a ton of it and then but then but then of course your balance is off. So the Absolutely. thing is, is just it, it, you almost, I almost think of syrups like bitters in the sense of uh, they are sort of you you want to you want to keep those flavors as strong as possible so you can you don't add you right can, so you, you don't, don't have to add more oh, yeah you don't want to using it you don't want to over sweeten just to get the flavor you're trying to exactly add. absolutely exactly. absolutely yeah no that that's you're, you're right it is sort of like bitters in that sense mm-hmm. um, you want to be able to get as much flavor in with as little well yeah. or you can adjust it if you you know it. If you did want to add a subtle touch, you can. But yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, if the drink if the drink was it allowed that subtle touch to come through, it's just that sure. so often I feel like that gets sure. lost. Sure, you know, absolutely. Especially since we're using such minute amount, minute amounts of, of the different ingredients. Sometimes. Right. Well, and on to the point of bitters, I actually oh. have gotten to where I'm making my own bitters. Even uh, that's just a matter of it's basically just a, a different infusion. It's a more intense infusion essentially mm-hmm. because instead of getting an amount that you would want to drink of the infusion in there, you're, you're getting, getting like so much as of much it. flavor. As you could possibly Essentially, can, yeah, yeah, you're just putting as macerating it and getting as much as you can out of it, so that you drop one or two dashes of this stuff into and a drink, and it, yeah. it alters the flavor. Absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing is like you know, you, even we haven't even started talking about really anything outside of the old fashioned, but even even making your own bitters and the crazy number of possibilities there and then oh, you just absolutely. take whiskey simple and whatever crazy bitters you're working on sure and you're you you just completely change the nature of one oh, of the oldest cocktails man I, I made an old-fashioned for myself at home the other night I tossed uh, I have a pretty good selection of bitters at home I, I tossed some black lemon bitters and some cardamom bitters into it yeah I took an old-fashioned and made an entirely different thing out of it I mean it's it's take I I Kept the base flavor, but I mean, it became a Mediterranean old-fashioned all of a sudden. Yeah, that's you awesome. Know? And, uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it's great. So you know, it's just the things you can do with just knowing which little subtle hints to add oh, and sugars, yeah. bitters, like a a bar spoon, which is a uh, for for those who aren't you know used yeah. to using industry gear, bar spoons probably roughly 
an eighth quarter of an ounce? teaspoon. Well, yeah, not, not, right. not even talking about an ounce. Oh, is that, I, I let's go to like kitchen gear. I'd say sorry. right exactly. Uh, <laughs> kitchen gear. I'd estimate a barsman is roughly a quarter of a teaspoon, and that much of something can really just affect an entire yeah. cocktail. So it's, yeah. that's what's so fascinating and so cool to it about me is it's what makes us feel like alchemists yeah. because yeah. it's it's almost so. like magic. It's like and, wow, you know. Yeah, I mean, and kind and kind of you know going off of that too. Is um, you know the, the the cool thing is of what I love about the old fashioned is it is the definition of not trying to cover up the taste of the alcohol. Absolutely, it is tweaking and enhancing it, and that ultimately should be your goal as sure. far as as obviously if you're doing something crazy, you're doing something crazy. But as the base rule. If you're if you have completely covered up the taste of whatever spirit you're using with sugar, sour, whatever, you're wrong. Well, I will go a, a different route and say I'm not going to enjoy what you're drinking. <laughs> 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 but uh, you know, I, I'm in it for the flavors of the the well. You know, these these spirits that people are using. Just as a bartender, I feel a certain responsibility to the people who who came up with the concepts for the spirits I'm using. You know, uh, oh yeah, this, this whiskey. Is we can do a whole episode about whiskey alone. We probably will. Yeah. Uh, right, so I'll stay definitely. off of some of that, but I'll just say that it's a it's something that takes some crafting to to just make the the whiskey itself. So when you ask you to take an old to make you an old fashioned, I'm taking a flavor oh. that's been poured over, oh. and you know someone has passionately made this, and I'm I'm playing with it for you. So no, uh, <laughs> I disagree with that. <laughs> but uh, I, you know. Um, so yeah, I think that piling more on than the spirit can handle and still mm-hmm. be able to stand in its own right. Yeah, I be, I, that is a bit of a cocktail soon, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's something that happens, as you know, you know, quite a bit. Uh, yep. And and my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the job is taking somebody who, who thinks they want it all covered up, and, mm-hmm. and I show them, no, you you just need to have the oh, right absolutely. mix. You know? it's just, absolutely. It doesn't have to be loud and burn your throat, you know. It's well, I mean, just and uh, you, you know have what? that right balance. And there's something to be said, man. It, it, like, like you know what? If that's what you want to drink, and you like it, because it, even if I make you a cocktail, like if I was if I was going to do that, and then still for your taste, you didn't like. You're like, hey, can you make this a little sweeter? At that point, I have no problem sure. with that. You know what I mean? Is is because everybody is different. Everyone's got different tastes, and ultimately, I respect them, even if I disagree with sure. them heavily. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Um, so. And what what it ultimately is is dilution, which is another thing that is massive mm-hmm. in the world of uh, craft cocktails. Yeah, dilution, absolutely. Dilution can't be understated, but uh, it's uh, it, people see taking a, sh- a, a a glass of whiskey neat as being like the the most you're going to taste the whiskey the most that way. One would think that's not necessarily true. If it's uh, your palate can only handle so much alcohol without you know, muting out some of the flavors simply because it is being overwhelmed by the alcohol burn. Um, so you get a, uh, for me, my rule of thumb is if it's 90 proof or higher, I'm dropping an ice cube in it. And that's not to dilute it so it's um, easier to drink. That's yeah. to actually open up those flavors. I mean, you can, you can really sense oh. some things that you may not have even noticed. Yeah, well, I mean, when you, when you go to like, a, like a, a scotch tasting or something like that, oftentimes people will try it neat and then add a drop of water Absolutely. or two drops of water. It, just yep. that little teeny, teeny, tiny bit just spreads those flavors out a little bit more. Exactly. It just allows your tongue to just pick up so much more of the, the, exactly. the subtle nuance in the whiskey. Right, right. Let's say, let's say you got a piece of toast and you got one square of butter like they do on all the commercials, like the square yeah. butter. Nobody's going to eat that piece of toast with that square of butter like that. Uh, exactly. They're not eating that square of butter. They're going <laughs> to spread it out, and the whole piece of toast is going to taste good. So, that's, that's, that is an excellent analogy. Yeah, I love that. 
So yeah, so, dilution, and you know, you get you get the type of dilution that I prefer, which is ice and you know, subtle con uh, ingredients. Mm -hmm. Then you have the other types of dilution that are like you said, like just throw sugar on it, put yeah. an eagle on it. You know, well, and, and, <laughs> and, and I love that you you mentioned that because with dilution, we we just think water. Water is yeah. the only thing that we you can dilute anything with anything. anything dilute just means there's too much of one thing and not enough of another. Yeah, absolutely, thing. it's a wide open world out there, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's like. Uh, it's an exciting time to be in this business because uh, we've got new spirits coming out in every day. You know, Texas alone, uh, we've got uh, uh, in my bar a shelf dedicated to spirits that are made locally, and that's something that five years ago wasn't a thing. You no, know? Um, not at all. And and uh, so we just got new spirits popping up every day. You got new uh, flavors that these bartenders around the country are coming yeah. up with. Uh, the craft. Of, I'm sorry. Uh, Craft of the Cocktail, I'll just throw out a shout out anyway since I started yeah. to say it. Great book by Del DeGraff. If you're interested at all in cocktails, I'd recommend getting it. But uh, what I was going with was that the... Um Oh shit! <laughs> nah, it's Sorry. all it's all good, dude. It's like well, but, to piggyback off of what you were saying, as far as like the the love that's put into whiskey sure. and all of these and, and the locally craft, you know, because we talk about building things from the, the ground up, and yeah. the thing is, is but we can't build the spirit from the ground up. Sure. But the thing is, but the fact that there are people that are doing it and are putting the love and are putting the time into it, yeah, we should. Those are the the. Those are the spirits that we should be using. That's why it's important, again, to, to pick a good spirit yeah. that works well with everything else sure. that you're talking about, especially if you're doing something like an old-fashioned. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, you really need to, yeah, yeah. With those drinks, that are, the more simple a drink is, uh, absolutely the more picky you need to be with the spirit. Uh, and kind of just uh, know that what you start with is what you're going to end with. So, absolutely. Yeah, I, I love my cocktails. Uh, you know, I, I'll... I'll be uh, excited to see where where things head from here, man. I Absolutely, can only see dude. more local spirits and more uh, delicious ideas coming out. You know, you see a hibiscus absinthe in the liquor store, and you know things are moving in, the oh, yeah. you in just, an interesting you like, direction. You just, you like, if you just see two words together, you're just like, that doesn't make sense. And, it, and then, but, but, but that's But then awesome. you think about it for a moment, yeah. you're like, wait a second, that sounds great. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, well, it's, just like, it's just something you hadn't thought of before. It's so, like, yeah. it, just, it just makes me, it makes me excited. It's a so, wild uh, world. It's a wild west of uh, it's, it's the... It's the 1800s cool. again, kind of. You know, we're yeah. able to take this thing and start it from a, a whole new starting point. And go it, is, forward. it is a craft cocktail revolution, man. It's a good time to be a bartender. Absolutely it is a good that. time to be a bartender. Absolutely that. Well, thank so, uh, Yeah, dude. I think we're going to wrap up right there. Let's so. Wrap her up. That was, a, that was a good time, guys. Um, we'll be here, you know, uh, yeah. every week talking to you about cocktails. We'll. Uh, Listen so. to any suggestions you guys may have. Oh, absolutely! And, if you guys uh, want to comment, you want to hear something that uh, have us talk about something that you that that you want, we will absolutely do that. So, uh, and here, once again, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to drop one thing. Since we've been talking about the old fashioned all night, I'm going to tell you guys what to do at home if you'd like to mix one up for yourself. Uh, with an old fashioned, it's traditionally going to be two ounces of bourbon, about a half ounce of simple syrup, which is easy enough to make. You just get a two to one mixture of water and sugar. Um, and then you so you add uh, two ounces of bourbon, a half ounce of that simple syrup, three dashes of Angostura bitters. Just stir it with ice for about 20 30 seconds, and there you go. You can see how simple it is. But the craft of the cocktail comes in when you can have one person make one and then another person yeah. make one, and they're entirely different. Yeah, so. um, and the cool thing is, is just kind of like throw two things out there. It's for the simple syrup, is you're going to want to heat it over water to make sure that the sugar all uh, oh, just, just, just to get just to, for people that didn't realize that. And the other thing too is, as you start to stir it, if you're going to do this at home. 
taste it at several increments while you're stirring it so you can taste how this, the further dilution affects the drink because that will you will start to get a feel for it right exactly where what the right amount of dilution is absolutely right yep. uh thank you that's an excellent way to end that i think yeah, John. Absolutely. so all right once again this is handcrafted we're going to be coming at you once a week and it is going to be a good time it is we got uh, John Ruiz and Fane Lim, and we are here to, to rock y'all's world every week. <laughs>